Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Nisi Lexi Podcast. If you're new here, I'm a digital marketer, a content creator, as well as a blogger. If you're new here, welcome. I help entrepreneurs brand their ideas, optimize their online marketing platform, as well as content creation development and SEO strategy. I also help them optimize their work, as well as generate revenue, and I post weekly podcasts here. I'm delighted to have you all. For more information, you can visit my website at www.nisilexi.com. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to Nisi Lexi. In today's boss on music episode, I have the one and only Toronto boss, rapper, artist, hip hop artist, met with us here for the first time. We're doing Hi. a recording. <laughs> Hi. Hi. Hi, Nisi. And we had her back in 2018. We interviewed her about her music journey back then when she had The Woman In Me um, a single release. And now I'm super yeah. excited to have her back because sister been active on social media, posting new visuals, dropping new songs. So girl, welcome. Thank you. Thank you for having me. <laughs> so can you tell us for those viewers that don't know about you, what, what you do, can you just kind of explain who you are and what your name can come about? Of course. So uh, I've decided to name myself Myth, M-Y-T-H, just for the simple reason that I've always had uh, an appreciation for art. I've always devoted myself to art from like a young child. So I was like, you know what? I feel like I want to do the impossible. I want to do something that has not been done before. So I was like, why not go against everything and every perception uh, of what is, you know what I mean, normal to the human being and call myself a myth. Uh, because simply because I feel like whatever it is that I want to embark in life, if I were to tell people like what it is that I wanted to do, they would have been like, wait, what? You know what I mean? So um, the fact that like I just recently came out and started rapping starting 2018, I was like, you know what, I'm going to just go ahead with the journey and just call myself a myth. Uh, I've been pretty active and taking the music seriously for like two years. So like just putting out visuals, short films, and uh, with the recent drop of the single Strange, which is like a hardcore like rap trap song with the heavy 808 that we can all bob our head to. So that's what just got released. And I look forward for everyone to see it and enjoy it. You know what I mean? Because we went from like Afro to indie to now, well, you know what I mean? Trap, which is interesting. That is so amazing because I do like last time when you obviously when you first came out and as an artist, we did the interview just to see you how you, well you progressed over the two year, course of the two years. And now your new visual is actually tells itself. It's like show that there's a lot of work, hard work has been put behind it. So for those who haven't seen the music video, can you tell us like what can we expect out of it? Like what is yes uh something that i definitely brought out was the storytelling i mean we've always had that in the beginning uh but i thought you know what let's actually emphasize on a theme this time which is um which i've always had it in the words but i've never could bring it to visual so that's something interesting that helped me to push myself because you know I don't have a creative director right now so I was like you know what let's stick to a theme and basically um just from starting the music I find like there's a lot of things you're gonna encounter a lot of challenges 
And Strange came out of a place of frustration, of things that haven't been done fairly. And that's when I just started performing a lot. So I wasn't working at the time, so I needed to make an income. So I would aim for show where I would receive some money. And it was like really good money. And uh, I was treated unfairly a few times. And you know what I mean? Like money wasn't paid and stuff like that. So I was like, wow, is it because I am like a black woman who doesn't have a representation of a man or who doesn't, you know what I mean? Pose a threat because I'm quite friendly, right? And I remember like just the feeling I had from not being treated fairly especially when you invested so much into your art and like yeah. poured your heart and your soul into it it actually gave the people a really good time so it was something that it happened early and I was like you know what this is all happening because I have to learn how to address it how to learn how to stand for myself and how to be a person with a strong mind and who's assertive and that can vocally express themselves instead of just coming off as angry. <laughs> um, <laughs> you know, because, you know, we can really go left if we really want to. But when your music is like your business, you have to learn how to um, face and address all these different people with different personality. And I remember I got so frustrated. I was like crying in the car and my sister and my DJ were like, it's okay, it's going to be okay. I went home and I wrote strange. Like I was like, they fucked up my money. So I had a coming that strange. And I just like, the bars just flooded all over the page. And it was just like, nah, it's unfair. But in that moment, I was so vulnerable and angry. But then when I got to the pages, I was like, okay, it feels good to let out the anger. So uh, if you see in the music video, it's like, we're basically playing poker and a host does not want to pay us. So it's like, Every emotion that I felt then, I got to bring it in my art and I got to like recreate a like really fun scene and express how I felt in that moment. That is very, very true. And I like the fact that how you got that a lot of times it's like you being a young artist or just coming up in the game. If you don't know, have a backbone of like a, a business background or just kind of have some people that to look out for you a lot of times people would use you for that. And that's why like now that like, you're vocalizing that so that any young kids that are coming into the game, they should be aware of that. So that's something like a lot of us can actually relate to, not just in the music industry itself, it just as an entrepreneur in general, you have to kind of have, yes, you are coming in to provide the service, but also you need people to respect the word that you're Exactly. The word respect. Mm -hmm. Oh, I love that word. I love that word. That's for sure. So apart from how the music is being like very like personal to you and relating it and how can a lot of people can learn from it, what are other things that you've been working on in during the COVID? Yes. Uh, aside from that, I've been working on a lot of songs um, that are going to be coming out. I'm going to release a new song in October, my birthday month, um, which I'm excited. I feel like everybody's going to, go crazy for that song because um lately i've just been in a dancing mood right and i feel like you could dance with trap but like not really especially when you're just like really focused on the bars um and i'm going from like a place of being like uh angry to more enjoying you know what I mean? Letting myth enjoy the journey. Letting myth, you know what I mean? Try different flows. So I've been doing that a lot in the studio. And eventually, before the year ends, I want to put out a 12-song EP. Wow, that's amazing. So 
the fact that you have a 12th EP coming up for a lot of artists during the COVID, obviously the entertainment industry has been impacted as a whole. And how were you able to stay focused and actually kind of deliver your craft and working behind the scene? What, what was that mindset like? Uh, for me, I think with the world being up on pause and not being able to connect as we usually do, I think I spend a lot of time in my room alone, like a lot of time alone, just reflecting and just writing and actually building a stronger relationship with my art. And I noticed that during COVID, I was like, I'm going to do this for life. Like I've made the firm decision. It's like basically getting into a marriage with your art or with your business where you have that certitude where you're like, we're making it. You know what I mean? And you have that discussion with your art because at first I was like, oh, you know, I'm like going through it. And as I was like just spending a lot of time with art, I was like, okay, I get it. We're in this like marriage. Let's go. Let's work. And we're going to do great things. Like it was like the confirmation that I needed to have the talk with my art. That's that's amazing. The fact that like you're using this time to kind of just build on your brand and then building on yourself, even your whole Instagram itself is just kind of like a game changer than what it used to be. So that kind of shows that the work has been put into it, you know? So that's yes, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, going forward, who would you say was one of your biggest influences in growing up and that influenced your music for you to enter the music industry? Uh, I would say my biggest influence is Nina Simone. Like she is everything to me um, because she stands for diversity. Like she started learning classical music and then entered jazz and then started covering like really famous songs that were from like indie Delta blues and like practically every genre. Mm-hmm. At the time, that was presented to her. Even like rock and roll, she would embrace that. And I feel like right now, I see myself a lot as like the mod- modern version of Nina Simone. Like it, it sounds kind of big, but like it is because it's like I want to push myself um, to be and to be recognized and to be known as the most diverse artist of this generation. That's amazing. And you're putting the work for it. So <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Cause usually people be like, I want to be the greatest artist. I said, ah, uh, you know what? I'm going to stick to the most diverse artists. Yeah. That's amazing. So going back, what advice do you have for young rappers or young artists that are coming in, in the city? What advice do you have for them that they can look out for? I would say find your voice. That's number one, because I remember when I was starting, I would often mimic how other singers would sound like. And it was a frustrating process because I was like, shit, I don't sing like Alicia Keys. You know, you just get that realization like, you know what, maybe I'm not going to play piano. (laughs) And it hits you and you're like, ah, but I wanted to be that. Like, I really wanted to be an R&B singer. I really want it to be that. And when I started to just kind of maneuver and just step away from being shy and um, started being more expressive and just letting go while I was creating, I was like, now nah, I'm about to be missed. I feel like a lot. Of, yeah. But I feel like a lot of these young uh, rappers, um, singers need to know their voice. 
Mm-hmm. That's number one. Before even writing. That's a mental. That's a good. That's a good one. That's a very good strategy to go about it. And so, what other things are we expecting apart from that? You're dropping, I think, twelve singles or EP. What yes. Other- so yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I'm cutting you off. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so can you like explain more about it? Like, what can we expect out of those twelve singles? Like, what is the vibe and everything in it? yes so the 12 song ep is going to be called escape me never and um yeah like i previously mentioned when you have that confirmation with your art where you're like okay we're doing this for a while now and it's just having that um affirmation with myth i'm talking to the third person uh who's like you're not escaping me you know what i mean like now i am a part of you and you are a part of me so in that project, a lot of people are going to find really who myth is. I feel like when it was first a woman in me, it was like, okay, I am surrounded by a display of personality and I am surrounded by a talent and the abilities of myth, you know, now we're going into, let's reintroduce myth as she is not as multiple parts of her, but for who she is. And the aggression is going to be there in all of the song. In all of the song. Um, But at the same time, there's going to be like a lot of surprising flows where it's like, oh, I didn't know she could go there. But there is a carried out. Like at first I didn't know who Myth was, but now I'm like, I know who she is. So the songs, um, the instrumental are going to be very heavy in the ears. Mm-hmm. Like from the 10 seconds of each song, right away, you'll know like, oh, okay, I know the the name. I know what she means. I know where she's going. Like bass is, the bass is going to be strong. 808 is going to kick in. The snap snares, everything is going to be registered and hitting very hard. Awesome. That's, that's actually exciting for you, for us to like kind of be like, let's get that intensity going on and actually learn who Mitt is through her new uh, EP. And yeah. any like talented artists or producers collaborations within that EP? Of course. I mean, the person who's going to engineer the, the entire thing, mix, mix and master is Austin, Austin Lee. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've been working with him from like the beginning of time since 2018. He's so wonderful, so comfortable, such a, an amazing engineer to be around. And like, he's very helpful. He really has helped me to like, uh, with the pronunciations of words sometimes, uh, which just with everything and just saying, let's try different things. So it's, I think for me, I really needed a person like him because he's very open-minded to who I am as an artist. Yeah. And uh, as well, we're going to have Nemezo, who's the one who actually produced Wild. So he did a few songs, like he did Threat to the Throne and he did a few songs that are going to be there. I think he has at least four songs that he produced. Yeah. Um, and then there's uh, Jason as well, who gave me about two songs. So, and then we're gonna introduce a new producer from Virginia. His name is Ten Ten, mm. which I've been in communication with, and just gives you that raw, dirty South. You know what I mean? Like bump song in the car. Like you know what I mean when it hits. Like doo, doo. like I I love the South. I always love the South. I always love. 
the trap, you know what I mean? When you ride in a car, you're like, ooh, the bass sound nice. So having a little bit of that in the music um, is so exciting. It's so refreshing. And just being able to like touch even an American audience, like it blows my mind. Um, but yeah, uh, these are the main guys right now. The main. Oh, and lastly, we have um, Obey. Mm-hmm. Obi Beats and Jizzle Beats, they produced um, Strange. Uh, so they did an excellent job. Um, yeah, Obi is a new um, new person added. So we just started working together. And I can't wait for us to see some amazing things in the future. So he's been very dedicated to me. That's amazing. Even Jizzle, yeah. There's a lot of list of people like we're in from Canada and the US and kind of just giving us a new vibe and things like that. I'm excited to see what the project is going to look like. And mm-hmm. um, so without any further notice, like where can we find you like in social media, Instagram? So like where, where, what's your social media handle that like, people can find you and listen to your stuff? Yes. Yeah, so the handle is Legend Named Myth. So L E G E N D. N-A-M-E-D-M-Y-T-H. You can find that on Twitter, on Facebook. Uh, you can find that on uh, SoundCloud. So all my handles remain the same. Even on YouTube, if you look for my YouTube page, Legend Name Myths. So that's something that you, you can find. Um, and you could also find me on other people's pages because there's a few collaboration in the works right now uh, that I actually have to tell you about. Yes. Can you like give us a little hint of what it is? Okay, so I'm working with this Afro beat R and B singer named Shy. So we have something really cool happening. Um, and the producer Nemezo, who uh, actually produced now raps, so we have uh, a song together named Served Up. Uh, So I'm gonna be remixing the version, and he's gonna add me to his tape. And then there's another guy who I have my, my eyes set on. His name is Official Stitch uh, from Toronto. And he's a very strong rapper that I am, like, I just have my hooks on him. Like, get here. I need you on the song. So we've been talking about a collaboration and trying to get that pop in for sure. Um, and then there's my sister, who's the R&B singer, who's going to be on the next song. So, I'm, you know, I'm trying to put the family on as well. Yes, I love that. Yeah. <laughs> That's how it is. <laughs> yes. Oh, my God. I'm so excited for you to hear um, the R&B Afrobeat record. You're going to love it. When is that due? Uh, she's looking to release to release a video in December. Yeah. So we're getting that um, laid down at the studio right now. But she was like, oh, my God, I can't wait to introduce you to all my sisters. I was like, yo. I'm African, so I had to be there for the people that I'm, okay? <laughs> that is so good. So that will be, like, before Christmas or after Christmas, can I? Before Christmas. Before Christmas, yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's going to be monumental because it's, like, you're dropping the 12th song and there's all these collaborations as well. So it's, like, just going to be so much for the people to just, like, grasp and listen to, right? Mm-hmm. Are you going to do any, like, I know lately uh, a lot of, like, artists and whatnot, they do um, social media live party just because a lot of the venues are closed. Are you doing any of, like, listening party online for us? 
Well, that's an interesting way of asking this because you know what? For the release EP, I want to do a live performance. Will it be outside? Will it be inside? It all depends on what's currently happening because I know we might even reach a second wave. Yeah. But this is a really good question. Um, but I just I just love being in front of people. I just love the energy exchange. Like I just love that so much that I'm just like doing a live is not enough for me. It's not. It's not enough. And I can't. I can't. I can't. I'll give you guys the audio, but I just need to see the people's faces, their reaction, how their body move, how their eyes open. Like, you know, I just love that about human beings. So it's like online i can't just like even reach and touch you <laughs> experience like even though like, they're sending the hearts and whatnot but it's not real it's just like oh this is a virtual thing <laughs> right oh no like because and i feel like that's why art is like the most powerful thing yeah. to humankind because you influence an audio um an audio an audience and you move them and you leave them with an experience I right can't. I totally get you because even like right now that we're doing this meeting, even though it's like a virtual meeting, ideally I would prefer to be in a studio like kind of sitting next to you and kind of like, you know, with this vibe. But sometimes we got to do what we got to do to still get the message across. <laughs> right? We got to do what we got to do. But, you know, we're, we're trying and we're working and we're making this work. And I definitely think we're going to get back to normal. This is just a temporary phase, you know? Um, because no, like just... Being staying connected to the people, I think, is the most important thing. That's for sure. That's definitely. Apart from you dropping your EP and your sister being in the mix, what some other things like in case like uh, I don't know if we have merchandise or things that you're coming up with? Are are we expecting that? Yes. Um. Next year, I do want to put out some merch for sure. Uh, because once we start performing live, I think I'm going to be selling a lot of merch. I'm still looking for that logo. Mm-hmm. So if you know anyone that's in graphic design that would like to help me out, that would be good. Because I think by next year, we'll be in a really good, stable place to start selling some merch. Yes. That's good. And are you right now doing any CDs or just everything's like digital at the moment? Uh, right now, everything's pretty much digital. Um. I would like to do vinyl in the future. You know what I mean? Get that nice crisp sound for the people. Yeah, uh, yeah but right now we're keeping everything digital. You know what I mean? Because we starting out. But I mean, you know, once the bread comes in, we going to do the impossible. <laughs> That's for sure. I, I even think like with how the whole um, industry is going, just because like a lot of things are going digital. So I feel like digital is the way to go about it at the moment. Even like big artists right now, they don't rely so many heavily at the old way of like, kind of producing CD. They all go in digital because that's where people extreme like Spotify, uh, SoundCloud, and things like that. And dubs, I think it's called Deezer. It's another platform. Yes. Mm-hmm. You were there also too, right? In Deezer. Yes, I'm there on uh, Deezer, Shazam, because um, you're using a third party who distributes your music. Uh, so there's a tune core and DistroKit. So, and what's so amazing about these platform is that you get a hundred percent royalty. So they're not even taking a cut out of what you're making. So that's a really great way to like distribute your music for everybody. Uh, but yeah, you could literally find me on everything, Bandcamp, iTunes. It's, it's there. 
that's actually a great thing that you noted because as an independent artist, you want to get that 100% of your work because you don't have a label that's backing you up. So exactly but honestly that's something i would love to have would be a distribution deal um you know what i mean for the first five years because i think now that i've managed like pretty much everything like the writing the uh production is so easy to me you know what i mean and then just like the last phase i think out of what i would need in terms of help would be like the marketing and distribution but yeah, there's so many a thing even with the marketing stuff. You can also talk about the marketing aspect of it, like where the YouTube ads, the uh, Instagram social media ads. You can also do those ones. But definitely, there are other companies there where if I have a link, I'll definitely send it to you so that you can kind of start marketing that way. Yeah, that would be amazing. Actually, yes, I would love that. I would love that. <laughs> I will email it to you, and then we can wrap it up after the after the. And it was such a pleasure having you today. I I was so excited to have this interview just because we've been talking about it for so long. But finally, we managed to kind of come here and make it work, even though we had technical difficulties. Right? No, but we managed. <laughs> we managed, for sure. Thank you so much for taking the busy time out of your day and being here. And for those who wanted to learn more about Mid, as she mentioned, her social media, Legendary in the, make, in the Making, right? yeah no that's not the handle but the thought is there the affirmation is in process which i love it's a legend name myth yeah legend name myth legend i'm gonna put in the description below so people follow and all her social media instagram youtube deezer spotify all that you're gonna find it or just simply just google her name and you will find all the link there uh, once yeah. again, thank you so much for being here, and I hope you have a lovely Sunday evening or Saturday weekend. <laughs> yes. Okay. Thank you so much, girl. Bye. Thank you. Thank you for having me.